It's Two Brain Radio. Every week, we'll deliver top-shelf tactics to help you improve your fitness business and move you closer to wealth. And now, here's your host, the most interesting man in fitness, Chris Cooper. This episode is brought to you by Zen Planner. If you've read my books, you know that I've been a mind-body guy since about 2007. But this year, something happened that made a massive difference. I met Zen Planner. In talking to these guys, I realized how responsive they are and how much they actually care about CrossFit affiliates and the gym industry in general. These guys are willing to listen. They'll make changes based on what gyms actually need instead of the window dressing stuff that gym owners just kind of like. They think it makes them look cool. Things that will actually change the client experience. Metrics that your coaches can use to gauge how well your clients are reacting to your programming. Check-in tools, attendance tools, wad tracking and scoreboards. The ability to plan and have people book appointments online and pay online. True automation of your business. I love working with these guys. We're going to have a great relationship. They're building a customized two-brain dashboard, and they've got so many amazing upgrades in the pipeline that will cancel out the need for other software. You should check them out. Zenplanner.com. They've been around forever, but they keep getting better. Early last year, I recorded a podcast with Nicole Acoin and Samantha Brumenschenkel of CrossFit Port Orange. At the time, they were trying out a brand new nutrition program in Samantha's box. And Nicole, a registered dietitian, had created a bunch of modules and a bunch of practices that Sam was using in her box. They were about to launch it nationwide. And after the podcast, they got so much interest that Nicole started building an online course. And then she started working with more and more affiliates and then working in partnership with Two Brain, she grew a huge nationwide program. I think it's important to bring Nicole back on the show now so that we can talk about, in hindsight, some of the results that these gyms are getting in their first year of adding nutrition. In one of my books, I wrote the line that if we're really basing our practice on the hierarchy of uh, fitness as set out by CrossFit HQ, we'd all be running a nutrition shop with a rig in the back parking lot. Nutrition is the base of everything that we do. And as Tyson Oldroyd reminded me a few weeks ago from HQ, we are really in the results business. With that in mind, in a blank slate, I wonder if when a new client comes in, they really need to exercise in the first month at all, especially if their initial goal is weight loss. When I go back through my client records, I see that about 80% of the people who started at Catalyst last year were looking for some kind of aesthetic benefit, not a performance benefit, not I need to touch my toes and definitely not I need to move better, but I need to lose weight. I need to look better. I want to see my abs. With that in mind, it's really hard for them to achieve any of those goals without nutrition. And so now Nicole's program, Healthy Steps, is modular. For a few hundred bucks, you can get set up. You can learn how to do it. You know, she really takes the reins on things and makes it a program that you can just bolt onto any CrossFit gym. Within the next month, you know, two weeks, you could be running a nutrition program and generating thousands of dollars. I saw some gyms generate about $27,000, $28,000 from their current clients. Some of these guys created a full-time position for a coach with that money. You know, some of these guys saw ROI the first month of like four and 500%. This is a really important interview 
not just because nutrition is an alternate revenue stream, but I think that nutrition is becoming a critical part of coaching. It's certainly a critical part of the prescriptive model that we teach at Two Brain. After this recording, you're going to have more questions and we give Nicole's email address at the end. If you're wondering how to integrate this into your program, look at Prescriptive Model Podcast, Prescriptive Model Blog Posts. Without further ado, here is Nicole with the Nutrition Update 2017. Hey guys, it's Nicole with Healthy Steps Nutrition. Today we're going to be talking about adding nutrition to your box. So how to do it and what we've done that works well and how you can possibly use some of what we do to help you set up your own program. First, I want to talk about a little bit about my background and how nutrition and CrossFit kind of all came together. I knew nutrition was important at a young age. My mom was diagnosed with cancer when I was really young, and we all knew nutrition um, was important. We completely changed our diet and our lifestyle, and can't say that that was the reason why she lived longer than she did, but definitely I think it played a part. I cheered in college, uh, and they sent us all to a dietitian because they thought that we had eating disorders. And I would definitely say we some of us had some eating issues. After that, leaving that office, I knew that nutrition was important and I changed my major and spent the next six years going through school to become a dietitian. I worked in private practice all throughout undergrad and in grad school and learned a lot of some great tools of, of what we've incorporated into my practice and also found out, you know, what, what didn't work as well. I think a lot of owning a business is a lot of trial and error. And I was able to do that in, in undergrad and in grad school, working for that private practice. I graduated and got a job at a hospital because I knew I wanted some clinical experience and slowly was able to build my private practice while I was working at the hospital. And got to the point where I was busy enough that I didn't need to, need to be at the hospital anymore. So I'm very thankful for that. I did CrossFit throughout grad school. And um, when I moved down to South Florida, I, I was doing CrossFit. And when people found out that I was a dietitian, um, they were always asking me questions. And it, when the coaches found out that I was a dietitian, they were kind of sending their members to me. And I was giving out basically, you know, some free advice, probably what most CrossFits do these days. But there was no real, real structure in, in the program. I was going, I started doing nutrition seminars at different CrossFits down in South Florida. And that's when I really began working with, with a lot of, of CrossFits and we started doing nutrition challenges at CrossFits. Now, after talking to over 200 affiliates, I realized that a lot of affiliates do challenges, but there's nothing in place afterwards. It wasn't until Sam with CrossFit Port Orange, I guess it was like two and a half years ago, and she reached out to me now and said, you know, hey, Nicole, we don't want to run your challenge at our box. We actually want to run your whole program at whatever you do at your private practice. We want to do that at, at our box. You know, I think she was she knew nutrition was important and wanted to implement something at her facility and have something available for her members all the time. And I, it took us a while to figure out how we did it and make it more of a system. So it was a plug and play method, but we, we were able to do that. And it, I can definitely say without, without any hesitation that the program's only grown, you know, tremendously over the past year as we've added, you know, almost 60 affiliates running this program. No matter what, uh, you know, you look at the nutrition, you know, the fitness pyramid and nutrition's at the bottom. I think we all know that nutrition's really important as far as our clients achieving their goals, but we don't really know how to implement it. Uh, for us, the foundations of our nutrition program is that we start with a determining your baseline tool. So we ask clients, um, what does their day look like? How does nutrition play a part in it? What does their eating look like? What does their sleeping look like? 
Uh, how can we help them put better habits in place to help them achieve their goals? We help them set realistic goals. I think especially down here in South Florida, you hear news, the radio advertise, lose 10 pounds in 10 days. And people hear all these unrealistic goals. And then when I tell them, okay, well, one to two pounds per week is realistic. It's kind of eye-opening to them. But definitely letting them understand what realistic goals are and testing biometrics so that they can see what their numbers are now so that they can track results. And you can show them you know, how their progress is going. I think that's really key. We educate every client. We give them handbooks and meal plans. And there's a big education process uh, with, with our clients, but then we also are spending a lot of time figuring out behavior strategies. So what are they doing now? And what behaviors can we put in place to help them achieve their goals? I remember having a client come in last month and he had, he was so hungry by the afternoon that he was stopping by Wendy's every day. And when he came to me, he was looking, you know, for, for his main meals to help him eat, eat healthier and more balanced. And I'm like, well, what if we put something else in place of that, that meal that you're eating at Wendy's every day on the afternoon? What if you had a bar in your car, an RX bar, um, that you could eat on the way home and then you're not going to be starving and you won't, you won't go through Wendy's? And he looked at me and goes, I never even thought about giving up Wendy's. But unless you're sitting there looking at their day and looking at what kind of strategies, you know, you can put in place with them, they're not going to think of this on their own. You have to help and guide them. We really focus on accountability and follow through. So knowing that someone's going to have to check in with you, knowing that you're going to redo measurements, body fat percentage helps them to stay on track and achieve their goals. We check in with our clients via email, sometimes text messages or phone calls, you know, just to make sure that they're on track. We look at different pieces of the puzzle. So we look at consistency. Are they eating regularly? Are they skipping meals and not able to, they're overeating later in the day because they're not having anything in the morning? Or are they not drinking anything? What, how much water are they drinking a day? I think educating on, you know, how water plays a role in their weight loss or performance will help them to drink more. Eating out. Where are your clients eating out and what kind of foods are they getting? Have you thought about partnering with restaurants and finding some good, safe places for your clients to go? We've helped almost all of your affiliates now get at least one restaurant that they've partnered with so that the they know that their clients can go there and still enjoy a meal out, but know that they're not completely falling off track. What kind of nutritious foods are they eating? Are they just eating meat and vegetables and they're really tired and don't have a lot of energy? Or are they overloading on carbohydrates, thinking that they're it's healthy fruit, so they can, you know, fruit's healthy, so you can eat as much as you want. There's got to be a balance there, and you have to help your clients understand that balance because everything you can see, you know, you can read anything on the internet, and, you know, it's the best thing would be for your clients to have something written in place and you to go through, kind of help them sort the fiction from the facts they're, they're reading on, on the internet. Testing, I can't stress this enough. You want to test body fat percentage measurements. You want to have your clients log their food. We use MyFitnessPal a lot with clients because I think it's a great tool for them to really see what they're eating and how how it's affecting um, their overall calorie intake, how much protein, carbs, and fat, and the portion sizes especially. You want to find out what they've done in the past and what worked well. If I have a client and they're using MyFitnessPal already, awesome. That's their bright spot. I don't have to worry about teaching them how to use MyFitnessPal. Great. If they're consistent with their eating, but consistently eating the wrong things, awesome. You're already really consistent with what you're eating. We just need to put some healthier foods in place of what you're eating now, and then you'll be, you know, you'll be good to go. 
So you want to stay positive and not just focus on what they can't do. You want to focus on what they can, um, what they can do and what they're already doing now that they don't have to change. Now, the prescriptive model is really important um, as far as helping clients understand the role of nutrition. So we sit down with every single new client. We measure something. We measure body fat percentage. We measure BMI, interpret those numbers, and then talk to them about their goals as well so that we can look at their goals as as well as their health factors, you know, their risk factors, and help them achieve whatever goals that they're looking um, to achieve. And nutrition is going to fit in, whether they're trying to lose weight or gain muscle or just increase their performance or just feel better. Nutrition is a huge part of all of that. So this is going to be a great way to introduce nutrition to your clients from day one. So what we're going to be doing at our box is for no sweat intros, we're going to be testing um, using an uh, in-body machine or testing body fat, BMI, and weight. We're going to give those numbers to our clients and then help interpret them as well as helping them set realistic goals. I think nutrition plays a huge part in all of this because you, if you're telling people how to lose weight or help them achieve whatever goals they might have, whether it be performance or health-related goals, nutrition's going to play a huge part in it. And maybe, you know, your clients aren't coming to you for nutrition right away, but at least if you're talking about it from the very beginning, they're going to know when they're ready to come to you and not go to someone else. So as far as Nutrition 101, what we what our philosophy is here is I'm a big proponent of education. So we also, we talk about the role of macronutrients. So what do carbs do? What, do pro, what does protein do? What does healthy fats do in the body? And why do you need all of those? I think so many people go on these super restrictive diets. You know, they cut out all carbs or cut out all fat. You need a balance. And the balance is what helps people make that lifestyle change. So I get questions all the time about ketogenic diet or just cutting out carbs completely because carbs are bad and they're not. Your body's main source of fuel is carbohydrates. And for someone to be successful, what I found is the least restrictive, the better. So when the when I work with kids and adults, we talk about substitution instead of elimination. So things that they like to have, let's find a good substitute instead of eliminating it. When you go out to eat, this is a great example. I've partnered with a bunch of restaurants down here locally, and I've helped all of our affiliates partner with restaurants too. I think it's a great way to build your brand. But then also really give your clients a safe place to go to eat out. Your clients are going to eat out. So if we could give them a safe place to go, then at least we know that they'll be sticking with a plan. I had one of my clients, my ongoing coaching clients, come in last month and we were talking about dialing in the eating out was the main thing that we focused on last month. And he went out to eat every Saturday and Sunday and he got big steaks. So we went in my fitness pal and we looked up a big ribeye versus a piece of salmon and the calorie difference, the amount of fat difference is like 40 grams of fat. He would be cutting by just switching the steak to, to the salmon. So why not? We want to talk about sugar and sugar addictions and how people just, are, the more you have, the more you crave. So we want to make sure that we're enlightening people on how much sugar is in things. We do the sugar shocker with a lot of events that we do, putting you know a Coke or a Sprite or an orange juice in front of someone and then a little cup, a clear cup that shows them exactly how much sugar is in those products. And it's eye-opening for people, make them kind of second guess what they're, what they're getting or you know take a second thought before they order something. Hydration, this is probably one of the factors that is overlooked a lot. It plays a 
really big role with weight loss and performance. So people that aren't getting enough water, their metabolism is not at the optimal rate. And also their performance could be decreased by up to 20%. So if you explain to people why they need water, then they're much more likely to drink it. Also having tips to drink water. Are they having a water bottle with them? Are they drinking out of a straw? You tend to drink faster with a straw. Uh, if they don't like the taste of water, what if we put some fresh fruit in there to give them a little bit more flavor without the ton of artificial junk that you can, you know, the little squeezable things. Coffee. Another question I get asked often, can we have coffee? Is coffee good? And the first thing I ask people when they ask me about coffee is what do you put in it? If they're putting a ton of sugar, they're getting the frappuccinos and stuff, you could have up to 50 grams of sugar in one specialty drink from, from Starbucks. Soda and, you know, artificial sweeteners. Again, amount of sugar and artificial sweeteners, the more people that drink soda and diet soda tend to drink a lot of it. So you want to just kind of dial it back, really focus on drinking a lot of water. Lifestyle changes. This is my biggest thing. I don't care how much my clients lose in a month. I care how much they keep off in a year. Um, so what kind of behavior strategies are you going to put in place to help them achieve lifestyle success? Um, accountability is a huge part in this knowing that they're going to have to check in with you, knowing that you're going to redo body fat measurements every month. That helps them stay on track. I was related to a competition. If you sign up for a competition, you're much more likely to train harder, much more likely to stick with a plan versus, oh, I'll, I'll compete down the road. Same thing with, with nutrition. If you have a fault visit on the book, you're much more likely to stick with a plan. Prepping food. This is one of the biggest things. It's time-consuming, but it really helps people them up for the week. You know, for me, if I don't have food prep and I'm getting home at eight o'clock, the last thing I want to do is prep food. You're much more likely to go through a drive-through or you know eat out. But if you're not prepping food, these three compartment containers, I give one to every single client, um, whether it be in a challenge, in a corporate challenge, anything. I give them one of them and tell them where to order more. We actually just started carrying them at the gym too, so they'll be able to buy them from our facility. But this tool is such a great way to help them stay on track with portion sizes and then also just kind of organize everything so they're bringing one thing with them for lunch um, at work. Tools and resources. So what kind of things are you going to have for your clients to help them stay successful? Do they have a handbook that they can refer back to so they're not asking you a million questions every day? Do they have meal plans written out for them? Do they have different strategies put in place? Do they have a concrete plan? moving forward or did you guys just talk about nutrition during a, a visit having that concrete plan having a handbook having meal plans is one tool for success timing and supplementation this is something that we talk about too with clients um supplement industry is multi-billion dollar industry and most of these supplements aren't tested so you just have to be careful with what you're putting your name behind and then also what your clients are getting because if they go to gnc they're just going to get something filled with a bunch of preservatives and stuff that they don't need People in the morning. This is something when I coach my classes in the morning, this is something that I really focus on. Uh, what are people having before the 6 a.m. workout? A lot of people think if they work out an empty stomach, they will lose weight and that'll help them achieve their goals faster. And that's not the case. These high intensity workouts, you actually burn muscle before you, before you break down fat for energy. So they're, I always tell people, you know, you're, you're working so hard for the muscle that you have, you don't want to use that for energy. So make sure you have something before you work out. People ask me, you know, well, I, I get sick. What should I have? I get nauseous if I eat right before I work out. 
liquids are faster digested than solid foods. So having like a smoothie or yogurt or one of those fruit puree, the baby puree, little applesauce thing, find something before you work out so that you're not coming to work out on an empty stomach. Replacing glycogen stores after you work out, recommend something within 30 minutes. Mostly this looks like having something at the gym instead of going home. By the time you finish your workout and go home, it's been long after those 30 minutes. We always recommend bringing something to the gym or having something for people that get at the gym. At our private practice, we have individual programs. There's also challenges. We do corporate stuff as well. No matter what we do, we're always testing. We're educating. So the first part is that we look at where they're at now. We do that determining your baseline tool. Then we will guide them. We'll give them handbooks, meal plans, figure out a concrete plan for them. Then we test them again and see where where they are, where were their results and what they had struggles with. This is where we convert them to ongoing coaching and then we dial in whatever problems that they, they whatever issues they had, uh, whatever they had difficulty with. No one's going to be 100% perfect on the first month, but if we can dial in little pieces every month after that, that's what helps them keep that lifestyle. Again, testing biometrics is one of the biggest things that you can do especially you know, from the very beginning. We want to check body fat percentage, weight measurements. I had one client, one of the affiliates that's running our program, she forgot to test measurements and the, the individual saw, I think it was five pounds of weight loss in a month, but he wasn't as excited um, with the five pounds, even though that's really great. If she would have tested, she forgot to do the measurements and that probably would have shown you know, 12 to 15 inches loss uh, just from the measurement. So make sure you look at all different things. Don't focus on one number because especially with body fat percentage, it goes down a little bit slower than other numbers. So if we look at measurements, which typically goes down the fastest, it'll get people really excited as they see inches fall off. Determining your baseline tool is what we use for all individual programs going through consistency. Um, how often are they eating? What kind of foods are they eating? How much water are they drinking? Uh, are they eating out? Are they, have they ever tracked their food? All of these things we look at, um, as well as setting goals for them and then giving them those resources. Packaging it in a precise manner, I think this is where it took me a long time to figure out how to do this, but this is one of the benefits of the program that affiliates are using um, with us because a lot of these people, a lot of the folks that are using our program, they have precision nutrition or some other certification. They just don't know how to put it in a usable format after they finish that certification. So we have all the handbooks and meal plans for them. We use one thing that I would recommend that you do with clients, and this took me a while to figure out, is scheduling a follow-up visit while they're in your office. So if you say, oh, we'll check in in a couple weeks, definitely just schedule that. Um, get that that date on the book, even if they have to you know, change it down the road. Um, that's a really big help. Follow-through. We always schedule an email to go out one or two weeks after we initially meet with someone, just reinforcing what bright spots they had and then what they were going to really focus on, you know, for the next month down the road. Challenges. This is, with all the affiliates that we talked to, the challenges is probably the most popular thing. You know, everyone runs a challenge, which challenges are great, but then your clients fall into the trap of, what are they going to do between, you know, after they finish one challenge before the next? Um, so they're sitting there just waiting. There's no accountability. System. So we want to have the challenges are great. Set up some type of testing 
So you can measure body fat, measurements, weight, all those things. We always do a kickoff seminar. So getting everyone together, we give them handbooks, meal plans, um, tracker tools. We also talk about food swapping. This is one of the benefits of a challenge. You, I typically just say, hey, who's interested in cutting down the workload? And I'll give examples. I make meatloaf muffins. Jamie's going to make um, cold chicken. Chris is going to make spaghetti squash. And then we'll all three swap. So now I've made one dish, but I have three different ones. So I'm not eating the same thing every day. I'd never organize it myself. I just say, who's interested? Raise your hand. And then I'll have them get together after the seminar is over. Tracker tools. So having them turn in something so that the winner of the challenge isn't just to lost the most amount of weight. You want someone that's participated. You want to positively reinforce the lifestyle changes. So we do tracker tools that basically it's just check marks of did they follow the meal plan? Did they drink enough water? Did they exercise? Did do they sleep enough? Um, are they doing some type of stress relief? We test everything after the challenge is over. I found that the group setting, like one month, 28 days is a great time frame, and then convert people to individual ongoing coaching helps them still stay motivated. The longer challenges you get, the longer, the more drop off you get. So that one month is a really good time frame, and then converting them to ongoing coaching, the individual sessions after is what we found um, works the best. We're going to be doing something new this year um, with the challenges that we run, and we're going to be doing incremental winners based on participation. So who checks into the box the most, who posts um, pictures, healthy recipes, those types of things to get people more engaged and involved. Ongoing coaching. So this is really where the magic happens. So people lose great, you know, they see good results after the first month, but really ongoing coaching is, is the best way to help them stick with their the plan long term. So one thing, consistency with a nutrition coach. So if you have a couple of people implementing nutrition at your facility, I would just recommend that it's the same person meeting with each client. So Susie, if I'm um, the nutrition coach for Susie, Susie's meeting me every month. She's built those relationships with me. I know exactly where we left off the last time. This would be the best way to be consistent with, with those clients. Um, we modify the plan. Whatever what Susie has going on, whatever you know your client has going on, we figure out how we can help them at that point. Focus on something different every month. If it's eating out one month, if it's making sure that they're going to be consistently getting in the gym and having fuel around their workouts the next month, awesome. They focus on something one month and then you add something else on the next month. We retest everything every month. So they retest body fat percentage measurements, progress pictures so that you're tracking, tracking those results. What we're doing is having a hybrid membership. So adding it on to the membership, your ongoing coaching, but clients have to do an individual program with us or participate in a challenge before they can just go into ongoing coaching. So should reflect personal training rate, unless you have an in-body, you could do a little bit more. 30-minute face-to-face visit is what we do, and we do a halfway point check-in um, via email or, or call. Corporate wellness program. So this is a lot of fun, too. Some insurance companies actually give corporate companies a budget to use. I know Cigna Insurance is one of the bigger ones that does give, give that budget. We have a great, you know, some great testimonials from one of the companies that we do ongoing nutrition and um, we actually do workouts at their facility twice a week. Um, but increased morale of the company and bringing the employees together is some of the two main benefits. Uh, we do the same, basically we run the challenge that we run at 
at our facility with the corporate company. They give out prizes to the winners. Typically, it's, it's money. They give out cash um, to, to the winners. And we, we teach the classes. I actually was just talking to the CEO of the company today, and we talked about possibly doing something a little bit different next year. And we are going to possibly just have a partnership here where they can come work out here and then the company pays us directly for their membership at the gym. So that is one of the things with corporate wellness. We go in, we do a nutrition seminar for, for the challenge, the kickoff seminar. We test everyone's measurements, body fat percentage. We go in every three weeks and retest measurements, body fat percentage. Usually do 60 days with the corporate company and we'll go in and just initial seminar then we send out weekly emails with a different topic each month. Um, a little video that I shot that talks about hydration and eating out and brings into some of the restaurants that we've partnered with so that they those people have a safe place to go as well. With the corporate company, what I found that works really well is if you guys have a meal delivery um, service that you work with, having them come in with you. Most of the CrossFitters and most of the, the people in the the challenges at your box will will prep food, but in the corporate setting, it's a little different. Um, they don't want to prep food as much, so they would rather just pay to have something delivered to them. Well, I'd rather them have a healthy meal delivery company deliver food that I know is within the calorie macronutrient ranges that we recommend versus them just going out to eat. Uh, we partnered with a company called Catered Fit here locally. They're going to be starting with this, one of the challenges that we have launching at Current Builders next week. So cool thing about about corporate wellness is that a lot of people have a lot of weight to lose. So you're really actually changing their lifestyle, getting them off medication by just changing their eating. Uh, we have about 10 of the employees that come to the classes during the challenges, and then the classes run twice a week throughout the year. We'll probably switch that over so that they have their memberships or this year for the challenge. The corporate company that we, um, one of them that we work with, we actually got in because I started working with the CEO on his nutrition. He saw a really great result, um, started doing personal training with him and then went and he asked me to run challenges and do like a whole program for his facility. Other places we have just started with lunch and learns. So we'll come in and the company will pay for us to do a nutrition presentation for all the employees and then cater them lunch. We'll have the food delivery company cater the lunch and then I'll come in and do a, a nutrition presentation and then we'll hand out um, an information on like nutrition 101, real basic stuff, and then also our card for more information. For we have some really, really, really great testimonials um, from current builders that I'm giving to all of our affiliates to use to promote them doing corporate wellness challenges and programs at, at their facility. So the one company that we work with and do year rounds program with them, we they approached us, but I think you would be able to approach other other companies. Most people don't know where to go to get a program started like this. HR um, would be who you would want to contact first because they're going to be your gateway to them. And you can always just start with saying, hey, let's do a lunch and learn for your employees, get them starting to think about nutrition. Depending on the, the response rate for that, you could you know pitch a challenge after that. It would be my best bet for getting a new corporate.
Gaudi same thing. So as far as like who can give out medical information and and what is there's boundaries, right? So dietitian and nutritionist, there's very different terms, although um, they probably sound the same. Nutritionist is an illegally backed term. So anyone can call themselves a nutritionist. First, you call yourself a nutritionist. Versus dietitians, um, you have to go through a really long internship process. You have to have undergraduate degree in dietetics, and you have to take a board exam, pass that. Lots of stuff, lots of stages to, to get to be a, a dietitian. So no matter what um, who you are, you can always give out general recommendations. You can educate about diet, but you can't give out specific meal plans, and you definitely are not. It wouldn't be a good idea for you to talk about managing your diabetes um, through your meal plan or your nutrition program. Even for our affiliates, they, medical nutrition therapy is definitely not something that that they should be should be doing. There's a lot of laws about who can talk about nutrition or at least give out the medical nutrition therapy part. So just don't get caught in caught in that trap that you're giving out a prescription for how to manage diabetes or kidney disease or anything like that. If you're doing nutrition, I would just make sure that you have something in your waiver that says, you know, please consult your physician if you have any questions about our nutrition and also that your program is not meant, your nutrition program is not meant to replace any of their current medications because you do not want to get in trouble down down the road. Before launching your program, so we want to make sure that there is some type of landing page up. Put the fitness pyramid up there. You should let people see on a regular basis in our gym, um, we have a 12-foot fitness pyramid. So it's a constant reminder for people that nutrition is at the bottom and that they really should have their nutrition in place. And especially if they want to achieve any weight loss or performance goals. So if you're looking to start a nutrition program, definitely get a landing page up. Teresa with Four Time Design does a lot of our landing pages for the affiliate tour of our program. Getting coaches on board. So everyone needs to be on board with, with whatever program you're doing. I think there's a big difference with how the program come, comes across. Um, if I am a coach that's not super excited about a nutrition program, and I just say, oh, yeah, guys, we have nutrition versus, hey, guys, we have this awesome nutrition program. We are doing this, this, and this. Get everyone really excited about it. I think you'll, your members will be more excited and it'll, it'll trickle down with the growth of your program. You should really be talking about nutrition during classes, uh, on social media. We do questions of the day. So we ask about, you know, hey, how much water have you drank today? What did you have before you worked out? We go around in a circle. Everyone says their name and you know answers the question and then at the end i use that as a one minute education tool for me to just say hey listen this is the importance of, of hydration and water this is how it affects your performance here's some tips to drink more water the more you get in front of people about nutrition the more they're going to see you as the nutrition expert and know to come see you when they're ready um, use a prescriptive model we added nutrition component to on-ramp email. So constantly putting nutrition in front of new clients is just going to help you build nutrition with them from the very beginning. Posting nutrition tips. Ripple is definitely the way to go with this one. It's an app that you use on your phone. You can schedule nutrition tips to go out. You can look at our Instagram page, uh, Healthy Steps Nutrition, and you can see that all of our uh, nutrition posts look, look the same. There's our logo at the top, the gray background, and white writing. So it starts branding us as, you know, when people see posts like that, they know it's, it's our nutrition post. 
partner with someone. If you don't know where to start, bring in an expert. Get a local dietitian or get someone who can help you get some nutrition up and running. So when I talk to affiliates and, you know, I we talk about where they are at with nutrition, people that are interested in our program, I hear the same thing a lot. They've offered challenges, but that's really it. They have their some certification and they don't really know what to do with it. They don't have a formal program. They're too busy to implement it. You know, what, what should they do? So just for us, this program is exactly what I run in my private practice. I've made it very systemized so that if a client comes to see someone in California implementing our program versus someone at CrossFit Kinetics or anywhere, um, it's going to be the same system that they use and the same, the same procedure. So my biggest thing is I want it away so that affiliates can use our program and not mess it up. So everything's written out for you. Uh, we put your logo on the front. I'm really big about co-branding. So we want it to look like it's your nutrition program, but then you also partnered with, with the expert. As far as our program is concerned, you go through an online training process, which is, is new this year. We have a completion call talking about the program, and then you download all the information that you need to implement it. We also then add your logo to the front of all the handbooks. There's meal plans, and then you start seeing clients. Um, typically, we have um, affiliates run through the training process in less than a week if they get the training done, course done. So pretty simple. Uh, it takes longer to start advertising the program to you know build momentum versus you know, getting getting through the training process. It's not your nutrition course that teaches you all the science. Not the point of the course is to teach you how to teach um, clients about nutrition. One of our biggest things. What we've added in 2016 is that online course. So the main feedback that we got from affiliates was, hey, Nicole, the webinars that you're doing, I'd rather be able to access it whenever I want and refresh. Um, so we use the same system that Chris uses with Ramp Up. And it's an online course. You take it at your own pace. Um, we also started the partnering with um, restaurants. So this is really fun. Uh, we actually have a restaurant, my favorite restaurant, that redid their menu and put our logo all over their menu. Obviously, that's not um, what we asked for, but they happen to be redoing their menu and they put our, our logo all over it. So how we do that is talking to the, the owners about wanting a safe place for your clients to go to eat out and helping them be seen in the new year as a healthy place to go for, for the community. So we just run through their menus get some healthy dishes, and then typically make a table tent or a menu insert for them to put inside their menu with the CrossFit logo and services at the bottom. So you should be advertising for, for your gym as well. Add an online calculator for macronutrients, so you just plug in the numbers. Um, new You, so many affiliates are doing New You. We added a New You handbook and meal plan. Facebook are very similar to Two Brain. People post stuff on there all the time. Actually, one of um, the people implementing the program just posted video, a video testimonial from two of the people that did her challenge, and they're awesome. So now all the other affiliates are going to use those as well to promote their challenge coming up. Adding new menus or restructuring their current stuff. So what we look at first is we see what dishes they have that are healthy already, and then what dishes are popular that are semi-healthy that we can make healthier. So I start with the plate method, so half of our plate vegetables, making um, quarter of it protein, quarter of it starch, and try to get them to take off all the sauces, make sure it's grilled, no 
where there's a bunch of bread and stuff, we take that off to try to get maybe a sweet potato or a half of a regular potato on there as the starch. Try to keep it as simple as possible, not with a ton of modifiers. With the restaurant that is adding um, our logo to it, they actually named a dish after. Um, the CrossFit HSN is what we ended up calling it. Um, so if you want to use the CrossFit uh, name to, to get that dish to be pretty popular. So that one is a completely different dish, but typically if you, most restaurants have, um, you know, chicken or fish, they have vegetables. So if we could just package those foods in a healthy manner, that would be the best thing. Uh, I always tell restaurants that they don't have to order anything new. We'll use what they already have on their menu. We're just going to make it a little healthier portion size. Uh, other things that we've added to the program is vegetarian handbook, not a vegetarian. I have a dietitian who's a vegetarian. She does all of the, those meal plans in the handbook. We also did a little different stuff with the monthly calls now. There's a plan of action. So there's a Google Doc with different things that they are to get done at the end of the month so that it really helps grow for their program. Out of the boxes is something that is taking off in a couple weeks. And basically what we're doing is getting all of the affiliates running our program together in one giant Facebook group. They're running the program individually, locally, but we are going to be running it, running the Facebook group so I can help manage questions, keep everyone motivated, and then my main goal is to help them convert people to ongoing coaching after. But this is a couple things that, you know, people have said of different affiliates that are using our program. And that's pretty much it. Let's see. Any other questions that I can think of? Yeah. So let's say that I'm trying to uh, bring and into my nutrition practice, okay, or start a nutrition practice. What do I start with? What are the first steps the clients usually take, you know? Sure. So you want to start building your expertise about nutrition, posting nutrition tips. You want to post recipes, start talking about nutrition and get people thinking about you as the person for them to go to for nutrition. Getting a landing page up is another big step for affiliates so that they can see what different packages you offer. We start our, at the private practice, we actually changed this this year. Um, we start everyone with a one month package, depending on what they're looking for, how much follow-up they want will be the different kind of levels of that package and then converting them to ongoing coaching after. As far as someone new, you know, looking to start nutrition, I think you need to spend some time getting some resources together for, for your client. This is the part that takes the longest, which is probably one of the main reasons why affiliates have been using our programs is they're not spending any time at all getting resources together. It's all written out for you. What, what are some of the most common challenges that people get when they're trying to start a new program at their gym? The biggest thing is that they don't know where to start. A lot of affiliates have education. They know a lot about nutrition. I mean, I took my master's. I have my master's in nutrition. I, I knew a lot, but it took me seven years of private practice to figure out how to take that knowledge of metabolism and put it into a usable format for clients to, to basically be able to good, use a good resource. So a lot of Affiliates, they, they have the knowledge. It's not it's not they're not knowledgeable. It's that they don't have the time to make the resources to put in place to get a program up and running. Yeah, really. Like if this isn't your specialty and your passion, why would you put in all the time to building this thing? You know, I'm looking at some of your comments about ROI. First month, twenty five hundred in revenue. 
405% revenue uh, ROI, you know, $2,700. It's crazy how well this does for people. I don't know why they'd want to ever do anything else. Um, but let's, let's talk a little bit more about like the gyms who are trying to partner with a local dietitian. Like how should be approaching a local nutritionist or dietitian if they wanted to go that way? So what I would say is that you need to make sure that your philosophies are the same. Um, so that you're not telling your clients one thing and they're telling clients something different. I can tell you in school, you don't exactly learn about um, sports nutrition and um, all the different things you need to have to work successfully with this population in CrossFit. So I think the first thing you need to do is find out their philosophy on nutrition and make sure it aligns with what, what you believe too. Um, and then see how you could work together, um, making sure that if they can come to your facility, that would be super helpful so that your clients aren't having to go somewhere else and then figuring out pricing structures so that it benefits into you. Most dietitians, um, like if you look at, for instance, this area, there's myself and one other dietitian um, who have private practices and that's pretty much it. Most dietitians work in the hospital. Um, setting and all they know is clinical so how to talk to someone about diabetes and kidney disease versus more of like a lifestyle which is what you're doing here it's very different so nicole a lot of us wish he could go back to a blank slate and that's what you're doing you're starting a crossfit gym but you've already got the activists you doing in this new crossfit gym that a lot of us are going to us about so we are incorporating nutrition from the very beginning, and I don't think that it's too late to start that. Um, talking to people about their eating when they're sitting down in front of me, like this afternoon, all I have booked is, is no sweat intros for, for the Founders Club. The first thing we're going to talk about is, is their eating, to make sure that they're fueling their bodies for the workouts and making sure they're achieving their goals. Doing that prescriptive model and helping them understand how nutrition plays a role with getting their weight down. A lot of people think, well, I'll just work out harder um, so I can eat whatever I want, but that doesn't that doesn't work. <laughs> you know, they, you have to you have to eat, you have to fuel your body appropriately so you can see the results in the gym, and it directly affects how you feel. I, I read a quote one time and it said most people don't even know how their body is designed to feel because they're so used to eating like crap, and you know they don't they don't realize how well you feel when you eat well. So incorporating nutrition from the very beginning and then talking about nutrition with every single athlete. We're doing questions of the day related to nutrition on a regular basis. So it's constantly putting nutrition in front of people um, so they understand. Also incorporating the nutrition component to know sweat or to your on-ramp emails. So as soon as someone finishes their first on-ramp email, they get an email talking about, something about profit, but then something about nutrition too. It's directly integrated into everything that we do here. Yeah, one of the best lines that uh, an HQ staffer, Tyson Oldroyd, said to me a few months ago when we were shooting videos is, we're really in the results business here, you know, and if we're not giving nutritional guidance, are we really coaching our clients? And after that meeting, I came home and I looked at like all the clients who came in in 2016, how many of them had an aesthetic goal that was more important than anything else? And it was something like 80%, right? 
So if we were to start our gyms from scratch, you know, the question that I have for all of you guys is how many people would build a nutrition program into the curriculum from the start? How many would just keep selling exercise and how many would actually be coaching fitness? I was talking to one of the affiliates this morning and he, Mindy Hauser actually, and she said, how could I incorporate some type of basic nutrition right into the on-ramp program from the beginning? And we figured out a way for her to use part of the new union book that I made actually and giving that as like a starter for nutrition so that every single person has nutrition handouts, at least getting them thinking about nutrition right off the bat in a tangible format. Yeah, I think for a lot of clients coming in their first month, maybe it doesn't even include exercise. Maybe it's just setting nutritional habits. It's huge and it, yeah. it's anyway. so much more work for them to prep and think and plan ahead versus just coming to the gym for an hour. Absolutely. So Nicole, this has been fantastic. And uh, guys, if you have any more questions, this is your big chance to ask her. Um, the viewers on this webinar are also members of the Two Brain Group, so they can kind of reach out and ask you questions anytime, I know. But uh, where can people reach you if they're listening to this podcast and they want to ask you more questions about the program or just nutrition in general, Nicole? If you want more information, definitely um, look on our website. There's some tools there. Um, you can also book a call on the consulting page, and I'm happy to answer any questions that you might have, or you can email consulting at healthysepsnutrition.com.